Welcome to Asshole Court, the podcast where a group of lifelong friends choose a controversial public figure and examine their history through available public records and various publications to determine if that person is as much of an asshole as the general public suspects. The 11-point scoring works like this. On the low side, a score of 1 equals an asshole rating equivalent to Mr. Rogers, and on the high side, a score of 11 equals an asshole rating equivalent to Hitler. Pre-show asshole scores are given, and at the end of the show, after all information has been laid out, all three judges will give their score. The subject's final score will be the average of these three numbers. Just a reminder, our judgment has no legal weight, is strictly an opinion, and is subject to change at any time, especially in the case of new evidence. It shouldn't be taken seriously, so... Just don't. Rodrigo Duterte. That name might not ring a bell, and if it does, you might have only a limited amount of information on him. After all, he's not quite a household name here in the United States. So who is Rodrigo Duterte, and why is he the subject of today's show? For those unfamiliar, he's the former attorney, turned mayor, turned current president of the Philippines, and he's an all-around psychopath. Look, sometimes on this show, we may find out that our subjects aren't as bad as they are publicly portrayed. Maybe they're not the best guys, but they're not the monsters they've been made out to be. This could be because of poor media coverage, rough personalities, or just a general misunderstanding by the public. I'm just going to cut to the chase here and say that this is definitely not one of those cases. Trust me when I say that the upper ranges of our totally non-scientific asshole scale are about to get tested in this guy. So buckle up and welcome to Asshole Court. Preliminary. Maybe you guys did some research. Maybe you didn't. Buddy, uh, let's start with you. All right. So I really didn't do any uh, research on him. I wanted to come into the show just fresh. Okay. And uh, see what see what's going on. So without knowing anything about this guy, I'm going to give him a six on my pre-score. Okay. Just because I figure that pretty much anybody in office is going to be an asshole to some degree to be able to get what he wants or to get to that position in power. Fair enough. All right, buddy with a six, hot rod, Randy. All right, so I found out we were going to do Duterte. Wasn't real familiar with him other than kind of scrolling through Google News every once in a while and seeing his name on stories. And everything is always uh, outlandish and fairly derogatory. Did a little bit of prep for the show and learned about the way he took route to office and kind of the things that he says and does that are just fucking crazy. So, um, having a little bit of knowledge about him, pretty surface level, but knowing a little bit, I'm going to give him off the rip like a 7.5. <clears throat> All right, Randy coming in with a 7.5. This guy was, was my choice on who to do, uh, and I, so I know a good bit about him. But Duterte, is, he's so horrifying that, you know, you want to put him in that upper range. But I, I think I'm going to give him like before I did all the research I would before I did research I would have had him at a nine easy okay all right so nine on the pre-score for Mikey Randy's coming in at a 7.5 and I'm buddy coming in at a six okay I feel like I'm pretty low on the uh, <laughs> should have done a little bit of research 
All right, so uh, to start the show, first off, I just want to preface this entire episode by saying that if there are any listeners from the Philippines, that I am truly sorry for the butchering of names and places that is about to take place. Uh, if you're not familiar with Filipino, the national language, as I most certainly am not, the pronunciation can be really goddamn tough. So again, I apologize in advance. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of these names wrong. March 28, 1945, Rodrigo Duterte is born to Vicente and Soledad Duterte in Masin, a small to mid-sized city in the province of South Leyte. I think it's Leyte. There you go. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the Philippines, beyond being the birthplace of Manny Pacquiao, it is an archipelago nation that consists of more than 7,600 different islands. And 42,000 factories. Really? I mean, well, no, I'm just throwing a number out there. It just seems like everything, everything. probably 10, 20 years ago mm-hmm. made in the Philippines. You know that is I mean? very true. Yeah, yeah, There was, there was, and that's actually, it's probably going to continue to increase because now a lot of the China stuff is moving into like Indonesia and the Philippines and stuff like that. So Masin is one of the larger islands to the south. But so if you want to get like an idea of what the Philippines is, imagine that you took the landmass roughly the size of Arizona and stuffed it into a giant shotgun and then just shot it out across the South Pacific. So everything that happens is like all oh, these little islands that are just all over the place. I mean, it's mind blowing. It really, it's, I just can't believe how many fucking islands there are there. So I don't know how they're one nation, but they managed to pull it together. It's almost like China blew a load out into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of just scattered the islands. China sharded out into the sea. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and it's, it's what's interesting culturally it's Asian, but it's also Spanish because the Spanish yep. came in up until the Spanish-American War. Spain, it was a colony of Spain up until the late 19th century, at which point we took over for a while. So it's a, like a, a melting mishmash, pot. A totally. melting pot, yeah. Totally so is. it's this weird sort of thing where it's it's Asian, but it's also Hispanic. And then they speak Filipino and Tagalog, and but the second most common language is English. Hmm. And we had a Navy base there for a long time, you know, so... It's, a, it's an interesting place. It's my favorite Girl Scout cookie. The tag, tag along. along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, uh, I thought that that was interesting because Duterte definitely sounds Spanish and Yeah, origin, it does, right? You so know? That could be why they have a Spanish lineage. Mm. But the other thing, too, is there's a, a massive problem. There's like Al-Qaeda and stuff that's running through yep. like ISIS. So they have a problem. And, well, you know, Indonesia is has a large Muslim population. But I didn't realize like in the Philippines, they have a problem with like terrorists and stuff like that. So we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. So Duterte's father, Vicente, was a lawyer and his mother was a school teacher. Later on, his father would go on to become the mayor of Danao City in the province of Cebu on an island. That's on an island to the west of Masin. And later he became the provincial governor of Davao province. That's one of the largest Filipino islands at the very southern reaches of the country. So Rodrigo Duterte spent his formative years there. And it was during this time that he claims that he suffered sexual abuse at the hands of a Catholic priest. Ooh. Yeah. The long arm of the Catholic Church. Yeah, man. The, and it was one of those where he didn't come out until years later. Right. And, you know, and the story rings true with a lot of people that are victims of sexual assault. At the time, they're scared. You know yeah. what I mean? They, oh, absolutely. He, and that's what he said. He felt intimidated by authorities mm-hmm. and, yeah, and just kind of a tough situation. Yeah. I mean, but, it's happening on a large scale. We know this now for a fact. He but this didn't get names. <laughs> He named names. <laughs> he did, he, he did. did. In fact, he was pressed by the Catholic Church to name his abuser, and Duterte said that it was a father, Mark Falvey. So the thing is, Mark Falvey did indeed have a long list of complaints, so much so that in 2007, the Jesuits of the Society of Jesus in the Philippines paid out $16 million to settle claims that Falvey sexually abused nine children. 
And Father Falby's brother, Arthur, also ended up being accused in a case in Sacramento that ended with a $100,000 settlement to the victim. So Duterte is probably not lying. This guy was touching children constantly. Jesus. Yeah. So I was thinking about this, too. Like, the payouts are help. They help. But I also would like to see the children as adults be able to full-on football spear <laughs> the priest Oh, absolutely. As an old man. Oh, because yeah. by the time Falvey gets caught, he's got to be like 75 years old. And I'm like, why don't you let all these nine children where this occurred in the 70s, why don't you let them gear up and get a full starting like run at you and just, you know, crush your rib cage. <laughs> or let him do one finishing move from the WWE. That would, that that would be awesome. That would Stone Cold Stunner. Or it could be a fundraiser where you actually have the WWE superstars doing the finishing oh, moves and the kids get to call it out. The, the yeah, Nasty there's like, Boys 3D no. priest. <laughs> <laughs> and the, yeah, they have to be wearing their priest outfit. And can you imagine, what was... And uh, no taking it easy like they do like on TV and stuff like oh, that. No, like, no, no. Just full, full on. Yeah, full no, like, like in somebody's yard, not a yeah, mat. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd be okay even with the mat because they're going to get it from all nine kids. Nine finishing moves in a row. Now check this out. What finishing move do you select for Father Mark Falvey? Honestly, you could go jumping pile driver and try to kill him. <laughs> on, I mean, dude, off the top jump, rope. I'm, I'm serious. You're you, going for the functional choice. Well, on the, the pile drivers on TV, they um, land on their knees and hold the guy true. tight enough to where their head doesn't hit, or if it hits, it's very light. But if you straight on pile drive somebody and oh, just drop yeah. them straight on their skull yeah. after jump. I mean, you can no, kill yeah, a hundred tombstone pile drive, tombstone dude. 70 pile year old drive. man or 80 year old yeah. dude. Yeah, you, yeah. So if we do that, I, I'd like to see somebody just, if this is a 75 year old guy, just stone cold, Steve Austin stun him. Do, I'm going to, do you remember the <laughs> Dudley boys? Yeah, of course. Okay. What was the name of the Dudley boys finisher? <sighs> it was two I, seconds. to this day. Okay. So let me put it this way. I'm going to pick two. Only because for the, while you're looking this up, one I would be a okay with is one of my favorite, which is my favorite wrestler of all time, Razor Ramon's Razor's Edge. Oh yeah, yeah, where you literally chuck somebody onto their neck like a full on a uh, what is it? Dudley Boys is the 3D. The, uh, that's it. The yeah, 3D. The Dudley Boys is 3D. If you haven't seen the 3D, go now and just go type in on YouTube Dudley Boys 3D. Here you go. Here, here it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Go do that. Now, imagine that that is a 75-year-old child-molesting father, Mark Falvey. And it'll oh, make you feel great. It'll make you feel good inside is all I'm saying. What was the Ultimate Warrior's finishing move? The running clothesline? Yeah, it's pretty weak. They had yeah, a, lot of, a, weak. a weak 80s. The, uh, I'll be honest, I hate to say it. Hulk Hogan's leg drop. Atomic, weak, atomic leg drop was ridiculously weak. The worst one was a Rowdy Roddy Piper's super punch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What the hell is up with that? One of my favorite, the figure four. Yes. Put a figure four on oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And let Rick Flair no tap out. Woo! No we tap saw, out. We oh, saw man. you almost snap one of our friend's legs Absolutely. with a figure four. I could lock that thing in. And I saw his leg bend. I was like, stop. Oh, man. And the scorpion death lock was staying. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, that would have yeah. hurt somebody up with that. Yeah. Man. The lion tamer. Yeah. Once you have them in that scorpion sort of position, it's yeah. all sort of the same sandwich uh -huh. at that point, I guess. But I'm saying... If you haven't seen it, Dudley Boys 3D. Imagine a molesting priest getting uh, worked up with a 3D and just make yourself just happy inside. So, okay, let's get back to it here. He, uh, he like I said, the abuse apparently happened at one of the secondary high schools he attended and he was ultimately expelled from. So 
Well, he had some issues that he was trying to deal with. Yeah, I have to get expelled, too. And your parents are like, what happened? I mean, he didn't tell anybody, so he's probably just like, I just didn't like that school very much. <laughs> but it's, Freedom! Yeah. yeah. It start, well, I think it really starts to kind of shape his sexual psyche. Yeah, I'm with you, know you on I mean? that one. And obviously, this has to play in, you know? But this is also the last point, I think, that you're going to be able to sympathize with Aww, Rodrigo Duterte. Yeah, I was thinking you guys are being soft over here. Yeah. After high school, Duterte would go on to get a uh, BA in political science at the Lyceum of the Philippines of Manila. Following undergrad, he moved on to San Beta College of Law to obtain a degree in puppetry arts. Are you fucking what? I'm just kidding. It's law school. So <laughs> it's, he, you know, he got a law degree. Or is that a test to make sure we were listening? No, I, yeah. It was no. I just I like. I, I I love uh, the idea of someone getting a degree in puppetry arts. I've always <laughs> thought I was just like, man. I bet your parents are stoked. Now I'm going off to Atlanta to be a performer in the Center for Puppetry Arts. I I worked with a girl that was real serious about the puppetry art stuff. She was a very nice girl, but yeah, she was living that dream, and I was like, mm. that's that's interesting. What kind of bumper stickers did she have? That's a good question. Uh, I didn't recall her bumper stickers. She had, Guarantee she had some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way you don't. I mean, if you're working at a puppetry place, it's probably some sort of puppet thing, like you know, Jim Henson yeah. bumper stickers. Yeah, like animal. I'd rather be stringing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's it's like totally innocuous, just something that they love puppets, and they're like, you too should love puppets. Oh, and especially the bumper stickers that make a statement or something, and you read it, and you're like, I don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. And you have to Google it, and you're like. <sighs> Like a yacht, or yeah, like a a sewing club type thing, or something I would have no clue about. The church is doing a lot. That one that everybody oh, does God. it. There were stickers Google everywhere that said thing. everybody does Google it. it I had out. to Google it because I was like, masturbate. Yep, that's the one. I thought I was gonna Google it and it was gonna say masturbate, and I was like, well, yes, of course, everybody does it. But then it just linked me to a church, and yep. I was like, is this a masturbation church? Yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Passing the offering plate around is a real bummer. Oh. <laughs> all right. All I got right. it in my hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he goes to San Beta College of Law to obtain a degree, uh, and he gets a law degree. It's here at law school that things start to get weird, because according to Duterte himself, he shoots a fellow student and a uh, fraternity member. Quote, he said, I was a graduating student at San Beta when I shot a man. I waited for him. I told myself, I'll teach him a lesson. Is he Johnny Cash? Yeah, I guess so. Except Johnny Cash didn't actually shoot anybody. Well, he, just he shot the about guy it. in Reno just to watch him die, right? <laughs> People no, actually believe that. They're like, Johnny Cash oh, fucking God. killed a guy. Yeah, right. I'm like, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. It's just a song. Yeah. You know? Did Michael Jackson beat it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually he did. Yeah. All right. So uh, apparently the guy who would later be identified by journalists as fellow Lex Talonius fraternity member Octavio Goko was bullying Duterte along with some other students. At one point, the students were in a corridor, and Goko was allegedly pushing some students around. Duterte explains, I said, you son of a bitch, if I get hit, I will shoot you. I was hit in the nose. Ah, bang! <laughs> That's literally the quote. Ah, bang! Holy crap. Yeah. So he got punched in the nose, and then he shot somebody as his defense? Yeah, he shot somebody, and then they, you know, he shot his fellow fraternity member. It almost sounds like Karate Kid Part 2 with the bad guy. Remember yes. when he was walking through town and just kind of fucking shit up and pushing mm -hmm. people around, and that's what it felt like, and Duterte stood up to him and yeah, was like, shot him. You push me, bang! Yeah. <laughs> the fuck it went, that's awesome. What was that like on The Simpsons? We are like, I'm just going to start swinging my arms here, and if you come in the way, it's not my fault <laughs> if you get hit. She says, starts I'm going to start kicking my legs here, and if you get in my way... <laughs> All right, so Duterte shot him, and uh, at this point, the university and fraternity uh, should have expelled Duterte, 
for shooting a fellow fraternity you member. Think? But they didn't. No, they just totally like covered it up and they just didn't allow him to participate in the graduation ceremony. So they just give him his degree and like, hey, you can't show up at they the ceremony. They mailed it to him. Yeah, they just mailed him <laughs> his degree. Sweep this one under the table. Yeah. We're just going to keep this thing moving here. His mom's like, why can't we go to the graduation? He's like, oh, I shot a guy. That was, uh, you know, I'm sure she was like, well, we're so proud of you anyways. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lawyer in the Duterte family. His dad's like, I'm already one, loser. <laughs> All right. So uh, later that year, he passes the bar exam and starts working as an attorney. He quickly moves up the ranks in Davao City from special counsel at the city prosecution office in 1977, all the way up to second assistant city prosecutor in 1986. During his tenure there, Duterte claims to have thrown a Chinese rape and murder suspect from a helicopter. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Apparently, uh, he's a real fan of that method. Just in a recent interview over the past couple of years, when he was explaining how, how he handles crime, he says, quote, if you are corrupt, I will fetch you using a helicopter to Manila and I will throw you out. I have done this before. Why would I not do it again? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I guess it makes a statement. Yeah. Oh my God. Could you imagine a lawyer snatching people off the street and throwing them out Parker. of a helicopter? That's, yeah. Paul C. Parker. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or what? John Foy, the strong arm of the law, oh. coming in on a helicopter <laughs> yeah. Rambo style and getting uh -huh. you. Throwing Can you imagine you being the criminal? And they're like, I'm going for a helicopter ride. <laughs> yeah. Ken Nugent's picking yeah. me up in his whip. It's I've like, never been on one of these before. <laughs> Can't wait to tell a girlfriend about this shit. Hey, they, what are you opening the door for? That's really dangerous. <laughs> he shouldn't do this. Yeah, Duterte's like, just shoves him out. That was actually a thing that happened in Chile for the longest time, too, with Pinochet, the dictator. He threw people out of helicopters. It's like a thing dictators love to do, I guess. Wasn't that in, before Colombia turned into one of the big cocaine headquarters? That's right, yeah. Chile uh, started initially. And then we overthrew, the U.S. overthrew their government, and we put Pinochet in place. And then he had his own death squads. We'll probably get into that guy, too. All right. Isn't and, he a wine? Pinochet? <laughs> I bet people wish he had been a wine. Right. Uh, so in 1986, there is a what's called the People Power Revolution that would ultimately depose Filipino dictator Ferdinand Marcos. Everybody remembers that guy. Everybody remembers that guy for his wife because she had like a 10,000 shoes. Shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was her name? Amelda. Amelda, Amelda that's right. Amelda that's it, Marcos. Yeah. We'll also cover that guy, I'm sure, at one point. So at this point, once the revolution is over... Uh, Duterte was appointed officer in charge, vice mayor by newly elected uh, president Corazon Aquino. In 88, uh, Duterte runs for the mayor of Davao City in 1988, and he wins. And now, as mayor, Duterte really lets his freak flag fly. <laughs> Duterte made his political bones as a guy that would be tough on crime, and that's a pretty standard platform for a politician. But the way that Duterte went about it is anything but standard. Uh, here's how Duterte dealt with criminals, both real and imagined, in his city. Quote, If you are doing an illegal activity in my city, if you are a criminal or a part of a syndicate that preys on the innocent people of the city, for as long as I am the mayor, you are a legitimate target of assassination. Jeez. What if our president or a mayor or something like that made that statement yeah. in any other, honestly, westernized civilization? Yeah, like, I mean, uh, Sheila, what's her name? Sheila Lance Bottoms? Keisha? Keisha Lance, Keisha Bottoms. Lance Bottoms. God, that makes me sound horrible. Who's <laughs> the mayor of Atlanta? Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're like, hey, uh, by the way, if you guys are <laughs> get a parking ticket, <laughs> get your head blown clean off. You don't have a court date. You have a date with destiny. Yeah, it's like Judge Dredd. I don't even see this is what's crazy. And what's 
if somebody said that, like people would be like, "What the fuck, man? You yeah. can't. There was, you can't say, it, you that. can't say that there. Nope. I am judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah, um, Duterte. They called him Duterte Harry. Really? Like Dirty Harry. Like Dirty yeah, Harry. that was his yeah. joke. Yeah, because he liked to do that. So he would. Yeah, to stop crime, he didn't create initiatives for like crime reduction via education funding or community outreach. He gave his blessing for legitimate death squads, according to a story by Human Rights Watch. They found evidence of complicity and at times direct involvement of government officials and members of the police in killings by the so-called Deval Death Squad, the DDS. The DDS consists mostly of ex-police officers who roam around on motorcycles, gunning down alleged criminals from a list. Wow. Jeez. So it's like the FBI, they've got their top 10 list. And these guys are just driving around mowing people out legally. That's like... Definitely some shit out of a movie where you see the guys pull up on the motorbikes, yeah. jump off with an Uzi and just yes. wipe somebody out, jump back on and head It out. had to be an Uzi too. Of course. Dirt bike, yeah. Yamaha, uh-huh. yep. and the pull up and he's got a fucking rocking ass mullet. And then everyone's like, this is wild, wild west. Like you throw the body on the back of the motorcycle and bring it back in for a bounty. Just leave it. Just leave it. Just leave it. Yeah. Nobody saw you. I read this one article that they were talking about. Like they went up and killed this guy. Just like Randy pointed out. Zoom up on a dirt bike, mow a dude down with an Uzi. Then they get off and they're like, shit, it's the wrong guy. Well, let's get out of oh, here. Oh, man. Yeah, it happens. Throw, throw all some the time. drugs on him. Like, you know, <laughs> he's a drug dealer. <laughs> that is that's definitely happening. Ugh. There's no way. And the worst still, according to Duterte himself, he didn't just condone or turn a blind eye to the death squads. He actually got in on the action. Wow. Duterte himself claims that he shot three gunmen dead only months into his first mayoral term in 1988 after they had kidnapped and raped a Chinese girl. Oh, my God. Quote, I killed about three of them because there were three of them. <laughs> I looked a lot. <laughs> oh, too. my God. Why did you do it? Well, I killed three. There was three. Makes sense. Yeah. Tell he me said, more. He said, I don't really know how many bullets from my gun went inside their bodies. And I'd go around and devour with a motorcycle, with a big bike around, and I would just patrol the streets, looking for trouble. Also, he continued, I was really looking for a confrontation so I could kill. My God, this kind of stuff is mind-blowing. Just that that type of behavior, A, was allowed. B, the people kind of turned a blind eye to it. Some people were stoked. They were like, fuck yeah, he's cleaning it up, bro. Here comes the mayor. (laughs) <laughs> he's on a straight chopper like like an orange <laughs> whatever you'd be like a guest star on like uh what was that uh orange orange county orange choppers, county choppers. Yeah. this Polly. is the devout chopper yeah. he's like a machine <laughs> he's got uzis on the fucking on the handlebars so he can just drive just super randomly get him on pimp my ride yeah. but like you know like the back just pops out with a uh filipino hooker <laughs> <laughs> he said do a burnout on his face <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you heard that right. He just admitted to killing alleged criminals, uh, not even just to clean up the streets, but to satisfy what could only be described as a bloodlust. And honestly, the number of murders that Duterte has on his board might be significantly higher than the three he bragged about. Because according to an ex-member of the Death Squad, this is one of the guys that was engaged in this shit. His rap gang, the Death Squad. That's right, Terror Squad, Death Squad. Mm -hmm. Him and Fat Joe hung out. That's right. (laughs) We were doing, what was that the other day? Big we were, pun yeah, the big pun. Squad. We just realized, I, I just realized that he said, I'll shoot a river through your I'll hooters. I'll shoot a river through your hooters. I'm sick. And I always thought he said, I'll rip my dick through your hooters. And I was like, that's 
pretty savage, bro. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was the dick through the Hooters yeah. as well. But I think it's Shoot a River. I, they, the way they edit it on yeah. the radio, they, it says something else. But if you listen to the raw version, yeah. I'll shoot a river through your Hooters. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a, a romantic novelist from the 19th century. Just a, a wide river. The Danube flowing across your Hooters. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get back to Duterte. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Terror Squad. And Duterte has his crew, the Death Squad. This guy that was in the Death Squad gave testimony during a Senate committee, and he said that Duterte had ordered many of the group's attacks and had executed about 50 people himself. This includes allegedly feeding a man to a crocodile. Jesus Christ. That's some dope man shit right there, bro. That's some Scarface like he has a crocodile. That sounds like, yeah, exactly, a cartel, like a drug lord. Mm -hmm. Or just, yeah. And even that number might be lowballing. Because, obviously, this one guy is the one that apparently bore witness to 50 murders by Duterte himself, feeding a dude to an alligator. But he wasn't around Duterte all the time, was he? Where do you get the the alligators that fucking... Oh. I mean, well, I guess you can source them pretty easily over there. I think, yeah, you just take them to a just river. Take, <laughs> take them to a river. Yeah, it's for real, man. That's, uh, when I was in Costa Rica, that was, there. you know, all the surf breaks the good ones are at river mouths and they're like you have to watch out for crocodiles in the lineup so you have to worry about sharks and crocodiles and the spot i was at down there a kid like a month before had gotten taken out by a crocodile yeah oh yeah so they're in the waters there like they're there man so i imagine they probably like baited the crocodile Mm -hmm. you know with like a big mac or something <laughs> i like and, to think that they got what's that show out of new orleans where they're the alligator hunters oh shoot them shoot them <laughs> an alligator bomb he said put on that alligator bomb out there and then we feed that man to the body said that we alligator <laughs> i'd like to see that like they actually got them to go out there and catch the, the alligators cages. for him yeah, yeah the, the cage, cage old. swap people oh, <laughs> oh on me we got a big gator bomb for you Duterte. Mr. Duterte. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's what they they're like uh, what do they call it you get hired by a company to come in as a consultant oh yes i was hired by duterte to find a uh, alligator to feed the criminal to dumont's duterte <laughs> so, yeah, duterte he probably killed way more than 50 people in the early days of his mayorship duterte loved to brag about his penchant for violence in 1988, when Filipino journalist Sheila Coronel and a colleague toured Davao with the newly elected mayor, he bragged to them about pulling the plug on a still-alive drug kingpin and, yep, pushing another dealer out of a helicopter. Man, this guy is ruthless, honestly. Yeah. I mean, go, going through and this kind of stuff. It's just openly, open about it. Openly exactly. ruthless, yeah. That's what's so fucked up. Yeah. But like, what is he, like, he's like a lawyer. He knows the laws. He's like, you can't get me. I know what I what's uh, legal and what's I, not. I mean, I think he's just playing the strong. He's like, fuck you, dude. What are you going to do? About it? Obviously, nobody's doing anything about nobody's it. Nobody's doing it. That's the thing. Yeah. Is they're all kind of either turning a blind eye or, like you said, kind of borderline appreciate it. Yeah. Because it, it is or was so bad mm-hmm. that people are willing to accept somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what do you? What is this? Almost like situation. Hitler style. Uh, I mean, in a way, it's, it's yeah. Like, I would, it's all like of brown shirt. around him. Like Hitler in the early '30s with like the brown shirts, like going around and just fucking people up, man. Like Night of the Long Knives, Crystal Knock, when they're like smashing windows of Jewish store owners. It's along those lines. We, it's he hasn't reached the level of where you have like Auschwitz, where they're like systematically annihilating an entire race. But he is absolutely just wielding violence at will against his own citizens and this is just his mayor right we haven't even gotten to the fact that he's fucking president now so we'll get into that too 
I'm sure at this point, people that are listening are like, I mean, again, why does anybody like this guy? Can't be all that bad, I assume, right? Like he's feeding people to crocodiles, chucking people out of helicopters. But uh, he did do one thing. He was really on the cutting edge of public smoking policy. He eliminated public smoking in Davao City. Hmm. And, and they smoke uh, a lot over there. I imagine like his people are getting around him and they're like, hey, man, we need some pluses uh, in your column. Like you got a bunch of minuses right <laughs> yeah, now. What can we do that's actually a plus here? Smoking. He's like, I hate cigarette smoke. Well, like, he used to smoke. Did he? Did yeah. See, okay. He used to smoke. It was urged by his doctors to quit. Okay. He's a health concerns. He's not a very healthy dude, apparently. No. And we're going to also yeah. get into that because it's interesting that I, I do my research. I didn't realize that he smoked. Yep. But it's funny. This is sort of a power play. He has to quit smoking. And so he's like, so everybody, everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he bans public smoking in Davao fairly early on. And he was very strict about his enforcement. One time when a tourist ignored no smoking rules, Duterte stormed a restaurant with a revolver and forced the man to eat the cigarette. Bite. I heard. Yeah. I read that one. That's I like geez. to imagine the call home on that one. Like. <laughs> So me and Bob, we were over in the Philippines because he wanted to go do a tour with his buddies from Nam, and we had a layover, and we were in this restaurant, and he he lights up a cigarette, and I try to explain to him, there's no smoking sign, and he says, what are they going to do? And then this tiny Filipino man comes out of nowhere with a pistol and sticks it right to his head. He made him, he made him eat the cigarette butt, Darla. He what? made him eat it. When we got back to the hotel, he took a shower. I could hear him crying in there. <laughs> uh, have you ever accidentally drank a can of cigarette butts in it? Oh, Party that is the horrible. most. Oh, God, it's the most brutal taste you'll ever experience. It is, it is shocking. Uh, I threw up. That's yeah. the only time I've really ever drank something and immediately vomited. Have you ever seen someone drink a beer bottle with a cigarette butt in it and just keep rolling with oh, it? Oh, God. Uh, like no, nothing's going on? Queasy. Uh, yeah. That makes me queasy thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. I saw a guy we know did that. Oh, brutal. Yeah. He was. He really wanted that beer. I <laughs> yeah. saw a guy drink dip spit. If you God. Oh. Yeah. Fuck that, yeah. man. That's even. I don't even. Is it. If it's, it's, it's worse, if it's, it's not worse. yours. It's, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. God. Ugh. Uh-uh. Don't want anything to do with that. Back on track. Yeah. So, you know, but honestly, the guy that uh, he made eat a cigarette butt should really just thank Duterte. Because smoking kills, guys. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, in 1989, end of there was a prison hostage crisis. This is uh, August 13th, 1989. 16 inmates at the Deval Metropolitan District Command Center who had previously escaped from the Davao penal colony, took hostage 15 members of a Protestant group, the Joyful Assembly of God. The inmates were part of the prison gang called the Wild Boys of Dapecol. Da da, whatever, dude. Dapecol? Dapecol.com. Pickle. <laughs> Wild Boys of Dapecol.com. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's like a gay site. Wild yeah. Boys of Dapecol. <laughs> yeah. That could actually work. <laughs> gay Filipino boys. He said, are you down for the twinks or for the pickles? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Wild Boys, uh, they took the hostages to protest against prison conditions and demanded to speak with Congressman Ramon Mitra and Senator Nina Rasul. The, both politicians declined. Long story short, things went bad. OK, like they were going to let these people out. It didn't happen. And all of a sudden the cops and the military stormed in. I imagine this was I think Duterte called for this or whatever and killed a bunch of people that were involved there including uh, some of the hostages. There's, so there's five deaths among the hostages. Uh, and during a, a recent campaign rally for his presidential run many years later, 
Duterte would talk about this prison riot. He said, quote, they raped all of the women. There was this Australian lay minister. When they took them out, I saw her face and I thought, son of a bitch, what a pity. They raped her. They all lined up. I was mad she was raped, but she was so beautiful. I thought the mayor should have been first. I read about that's a direct quote from direct quote. Yeah, every word that I just said is came out of his mouth, and this was in the presidential election of 2016 or the presidential run up in 2016. So that's right, uh, Rodrigo Duterte said that he was upset about the gang rape of an Australian missionary because a she was so beautiful and b because he didn't get to go first. Oh, that's rough. I mean, I thought Trump said some stupid shit, but. There's dumb, and then there's just, like, disgusting. Oh, there's you, you, there's no... This is just disastrous, right? So, now, if it's any consolation, he did have to go on to apologize for making the comment because it became a potential political liability during the presidential campaign. He said, quote, there was no intention of disrespecting our women and those who have been victims of this horrible crime. So, he just sort of, like, all, you know, hand waves it off. Like, come on, dudes. I mean, you saw her, right? <laughs> you saw her. Jesus. Dude, that dude, like I said, absolute monster. God. But the problem with that statement is that Duterte has a long history of saying some flagrantly sexist slash misogynistic shit. Let's take a look at it. At a recent event to honor female police and army members, Duterte went a little bit off script. According to a Guardian article, addressing the almost exclusively female audience of military and police as puta, which translates as bitch, and you crazy women, the president bemoaned women Quote, depriving me of my freedom of expression. Quote, you criticize every sentence or word I say. So that's like, uh, they're like, <laughs> can you, you really push it for the woman's vote <laughs> yeah, on this dude. one? I you mean, show up to get like your honorary uh, plaque for being a cop and he's like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. And if you don't vote for me, you're fucked. Yeah. Well, you're fucked anyway. You know what I don't like? You don't let me say bitch without bitching about it, bitch. <laughs> 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 yeah. So. A little later on, uh, he laid out the math as to how he actually was a champion of women, right? He said, quote, I love women. He told the crowd, that's why you see I have two wives. That means I love women. Oh, he also said he used to be gay. Yeah. Did you he, see this? Yes. Yeah, so we're going to. Yes. Because we're going to. He there's all sorts of weird shit yep, about this guy. Absolutely. OK, here's another interesting thing. There's a lot of Islamic rebels in, in the Philippines and there's mm-hmm. also a lot of communist rebels. I think because of the layout that there's so many islands, you can sort of just hide away, right? Right. It's very tough to corral and control a situation when it's so like just sporadic, basically land wise. Yeah. What do they have cops on every one of those islands? Yeah. I mean, it's, the, it's like you have a national government, but there are obviously these pockets of resistance that just are always there. Yeah. So there's communist rebels that are there. So this is what he said to do with female communist rebels. Quote, there's a new order coming from the mayor. We will not kill you. We will just shoot you in the vagina. Oh, my God. Yeah, he said he said that without their vaginas, women would be useless. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you can tell he loves women. And he already wow. went to the what the, the firefighters and police women's ball or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Call them bitches. Yeah. Call them bitches. And it was like, oh, just shoot their vaginas because then they're useless. Wow. Yeah. So uh, champion of women's rights. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people were like, what did you just fucking say, dude? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, his spokesman, a guy named Harry Roke, let everybody know to just lighten up a little bit, man. Harry Rope. Harry Roke. Oh, Rope. <laughs> Harry Rope. Harry Rope would be <laughs> just nasty. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, Harry I Rope. That joke. Uh-huh. Harry Rope coming at you. 
There has to be. Is there a porn star named Harry Rope? There should be. <laughs> should be. I'm not Googling that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to Google Harry Rope. Don't nope. want that in my search history. Not nah, at all. Uh, yeah, he told everybody, you know, he said, you know, sometimes these feminists are just a little bit overacting. I mean, that's funny. Come on. Just laugh. <laughs> there you go. Jeez. All right. So, and then there was a, this is a good one. This one blows my mind. Uh, he went to a mass wedding. These are a thing that happened in the Philippines, I guess, right? So instead of one couple getting married, they'll do like a hundred at a time. Wow. It's like a, yeah, it's, huh. it's uh, like an economic version or it's like almost like a ceremony in and of itself. I don't know, okay. but I've seen it before. So and I could be wrong. Maybe it's not like a super common thing in the Philippines, but I have seen it before and it wasn't the Philippines, but he showed up to it and it obviously has to be something because the president shows up. This is what he says He's to all the attendees. He said, I don't have money to give, but I could give your wives something else. And this is for the wives only men. I'm sorry. But you don't get anything because I'm not a queer. <laughs> I'm going to enact prima noctre or that's, whatever that's it is. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. From Braveheart where he's like, I'm the king. I get to fuck your wife first. And then he calls him a bunch of queers. Or no, yeah. wait, he says he's not a queer. Yeah, yeah. My bad. He doesn't call them queers. I'm he, sure the women were bummed out when yeah. they didn't take it to get taken up on that offer. I mean, he is an incredibly attractive man. His <laughs> head resembles that of... Uh, a garbage pail kid and a golf ball mixed. <laughs> it's very square shape. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's got a square head. Little smooth man. skin that man has. Oh, yeah. Nah. Golf ball. Golf ball esque. Yeah, dude. It's in fact I like when I see his face, I think of garbage pail kids. Like you could see that dude busting out of a out of a dumpster like, hey dumpster duterte. <laughs> dumpster duterte. <laughs> He's got like a booger hanging out of his nose. Good thing we're not in Davao. The Dump. death squad would fucking come for us. Dump truck Duterte. Dump truck Duterte. It has his face on the front of it. Like uh, it's almost like a transformer. But in the back, you got like arms and limbs hanging <laughs> out of the dump truck. And a, yeah. Transformer and a uh, garbage uh, pail kid. Yeah, there you go. So I just Googled garbage pail kids. Yes. And I found Chuckland Clinton. And it's a oh, shit. It's uh image of like the garbage pail kid of Hillary Supposed Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. 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 As a clown. Chucklin' Clinton. They need to bring Garbage Pail Kids back. What, $12 for it? That's ridiculous. Well, you know, Somebody's bought it. Someone's buying it. Multiple like, copies yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah. Pretty smart move on their sales part. There's a... They just find things that people hate and make fun of. <laughs> sort of like we do. <laughs> <laughs> Jolton John. Our show in a nutshell. Holy shit. Wait, was that... Jol was that, that was Jol John Cusack? Jolted John. Yeah, go back to that. That's John Cusack. Holding, holding up. Yeah. 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 And it's a garbage pail kid. I love that. The We Hate the 80s set. <laughs> That's what it's called. Nice. Oh, man. So, yeah, a lot of the stuff happened as a mayor, but this guy wins the election by a wide margin to be president in 2016. Jesus. Yeah. The Filipinos. A little bit of voter tampering going on. No, maybe? no, 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 no. No, they love this guy. Yeah, it was like 40 plus percent out yeah, of a yeah. run of five people. He was pretty, yeah, pretty high yeah. percentage. Yeah. So, and then you would think that, uh, like I said, you would think that with the, all this stuff happening and the, the massive violence and stuff like that, that he would be an unpopular politician. But no, in most contexts, earning the name the Death Squad Mayor would be a political disaster. To Duterte and his fans, it's a source of pride. Seriously, Duterte is pretty stoked about the title, stating when asked, am I the Death Squad? True. And apparently a lot of Filipinos thought it was pretty rad, too, because, like I said, he won the election in 2016 by a veritable landslide. And his threats of violence didn't stop just because he was on the international stage now. Now, as you figure maybe he tones it down. You can get away with that shit in Davao City. 
little more quiet. Now you're the president of the Philippines. And you're he gets on to go in front of the EU and the oh, UN and yeah. just drops Meet F-bombs. Everybody. Yeah. And just, yeah, he's the first, threatens to kill people in yeah. the UN. One of the first things he said when he became president was he said, uh, quote, just because you're a journalist, you are not exempted from assassination if you're a son of a bitch. That's right. Jeez. You write something I don't like. You're exactly. done, son. Okay, so yeah, indeed, uh, a number of journalists have been killed in the following years, according to a report by Human Rights Watch. And then when he became president, he actually ramped up the death squad, stating that all criminals should be killed. He especially wanted to kill drug addicts, even though drug addiction itself isn't really criminal. And perhaps most annoying to me, as blatant hypocrisy usually is, is the fact that Duterte himself at one point was addicted to fentanyl. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So he's killing drug addicts, and he himself was on fentanyl real bad to the point where his doctor uh, took him off of it because they were worried about him being addicted. So he revealed that he used to take fentanyl, often prescribed for cancer pain and other chronic ailments because of a spinal injury from a previous motorcycle accident. Isn't that the same thing that killed Michael Jackson? Yeah, Prince. 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 Yeah, killed Prince. Yeah, he said his doctor was worried about that he was abusing the drug by using more than the prescribed patches vehemently denied being a drug addict though. yeah yeah, yeah. exactly but it's fentanyl i mean that's like, hardcore it's, the most, yeah. it's 100 times more powerful than morphine it's yeah like 50 to 100 times yeah and he was obviously like if your doctor's like dude you're you should get off of that then you know so and like i said you know he's talking about gay people and he himself said that he was gay for a while and then yeah. changed he called a political opponent said that he was gay yep He's gay, and he's basically like, what can I do to prove that I'm not gay? Yeah. I'm going to marry two women, That's all right? right? Yeah, he's really stoked <laughs> about about being a super masculine guy. He loves Viagra. He was talking about how he wanted to give the people who made Viagra like an international peace award. The Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking on his Wikipedia page. It says, in May 2019, implying that being gay is a disease, Duterte stated that he used to be gay. But he was cured of his homosexuality when he met his ex-wife, Elizabeth Zimmerman. The president claimed someone told him the way Antonio Trelanis, a critic of the Duterte administration, moved, suggested he was a homosexual, saying, I said, are you sure? They said, you ask any gay person who sees Trelanis move, they'll say he is gay. <laughs> then adding, good thing Trelanis and I are similar. But I cured myself when I became in a relationship with Zimmerman. I said, this is it. I became a man again. Adding, Duterte is gay, so I am gay. I don't care if I'm gay or not. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, wow. He's getting some shock therapy to cure him of the gay. Yeah, I know. saw a, a, there was a, a, a comic the other day. It was, it was on The Onion. It was a little baby, and it was a news headline. It said, after long deliberation, baby decides to be homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, yeah, on the Viagra thing, he's got another good quote here. When I was young, I could do overnight, which is more expensive. When I got old, I could do short time only because I have such a short time left. After one erection, that's it. No more. Without Viagra, it's even more difficult. Yeah. This is what he's talking about. They're like political rallies. And that quote is like so scatterbrained. You're like, yeah. what in God's name are you talking about? Yeah. He's talking about getting his dick hard. Yeah. And he's the president. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, like throwing advertisements out yeah. there for Viagra. He's like, bro, I can thump all night. But- that is this was when what I was the younger. political debates look like in the Philippines. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's that, I, honestly everybody else, all the other politicians just seem terrified of him. You know what I mean? Like he fed a guy to a crocodile. Like that's like <laughs> the, you can't you can't sit there and, and like not think that this guy's a legitimate existential threat to yourself. 
So, in fact, uh, he went on later to compare himself to Hitler in a favorable manner. He Ooh. said, there are three million drug addicts in the Philippines. I'd be happy to slaughter them. If Germany had Hitler, the Philippines would have. And he stopped and he pointed with like both thumbs and he was like. This guy. Yeah. Who has two thumbs and mm-hmm. that's. Oh. Yep. Yeah. And actually, like I said, according to Human Rights Watch, just in 2018, the death squads, according to the Philippine National Police, there's been 22, almost 23,000 deaths since this war on drugs. There, he's literally just going and killing people that are suspected, suspected of being drug addicts, not even just drug dealers, but drug addicts. Does it give any of the years of those for those numbers? Well, this was this was a uh, human rights watch was basically saying from the time he became president in 2016 until this report came out in 2018. Wow. All right. So I looked and I was just trying to get a comparison. And I looked at the number of law enforcement related deaths in the United States. Mm-hmm. And this, the numbers I looked at was anything that was non-government employees. So it was, you know, people in custody, mm-hmm. people dying in the street, whatever the case may be. If it was at the hands of a law enforcement officer, either on duty or off duty. Yeah. Uh, the total for 2009 to 2018 full calendar year. So you get 10 full calendar years there. This is nationwide? Nationwide. Okay. All right. Total number of deaths was 3,697. So about 3,700 deaths over a 10-year period yeah. in the United States. And that's a shitty number. That's a high number. Right. One year, there was 800 and some odd yeah. deaths. And, and it was crazy because you could see when the reform came because the following year was like 163. Oh, wow. You saw an immense drop, drop off. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but taking, even prior to that, that's roughly like a death a day, roughly on average. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For, so you, but, and that's, that sucks. And that's in, in America. We're yeah. looking at a death a day, like you said, over the last 10 years. And some over of those there, are probably like, like legit, the cops have a choice and have to shoot. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, you're absolutely right. That's just the, the stats. Of right, right. And if we look at those stats for the number of guys that is dying or people that are dying over there in the last three years yeah. or two and the, years. Yeah. And uh, the U S has 300, Sick. 300 million plus people. Philippines has like 200 million, I think, or whatever. So you know, even if you pare it down in terms of percentage-wise, right? It's just they have 200 million people. Yeah, there. a lot of people. I think that's right. I'm gonna check that out. But yeah. I, I think when I was reading it, it said it was like 200 million people. Jeez. But yeah, like so. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Is like it's this whole thing where they're just not. There's not any due process. No rule of law. He's not saying like we're gonna arrest these guys. We're gonna clean up the streets. He's just saying, look, if you suspect them, then you can kill them. This is the wild, wild west. Yeah. Yeah. In modern day society. Yes. Yes. Good God. All right. So the Philippines mm-hmm. is the 13 most populated country in the world. Yeah. A lot of them. 13 most populated country in the world, the Philippines. Yeah. What's the numbers on it? 108.12 million. Okay. So it's 100, 100 million. So even two thirds less roughly than yeah, what's the U.S. at right now? Uh, I want to say 350, 315, something like that, yeah. I think. Because I remember we hit 300 million in like 07. But yeah. So that's, and that's now this is just the numbers. That like Human Rights Watch could verify. Verify, yeah. And it's become a big issue. There's a lot of people. There's one senator that was really upset about it over the, in the Philippines, and he had her jailed. And then, yeah, so and he vows to continue his anti-drug campaign until his term ends in 2022. In July 2018, he again pledged to continue the war on drugs, saying, quote, it will be as relentless and chilling as on the day it began. Isn't he also trying to increase the presidential term limits? Yeah, that's this is this yeah. is classic authoritarian Absolutely. shit that you see. Yeah. Like you eliminate any separations of powers, any checks, and then you have carte blanche to do whatever you want, even in terms of like hyper violence like this. And the problem is, is that 
you know, if people are okay with it, then there's no stopping it, right? And that's that's a terrifying thought. But he's still immensely popular in the Philippines by most people. In fact, unfortunately, uh, Manny Pacquiao uh, hangs out with him constantly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So there it is, guys. Rodrigo right. Duterte. Wow. A lot of uh, shocking information. Yeah. For sure. It's, it's dark. It is dark, for sure. All right. So after evaluating... All the information received, I would say I'm going to up my game for my score on Duterte. I'm going to go with a 9.0. 9.0? Randy with a 9. Twisted fucker. All right, I started off with a 6 on this, not doing any research on this guy, and I realized that I grossly underestimated this right from the beginning. <clears throat> yeah. Once you really, I mean, you know, he's even if you have a, a vague awareness of him, you're like, that's a bad dude. But yeah, when you fed, really dig into it. Yeah, fed people to crocodiles. Yeah. I mean, this guy, yeah. And uh, I mean, at least has 50 under his belt just at, personally. And well, that's he, what's known. He claims three. He claims three. Well, he has claimed at times three and then thrown people out of helicopters. But then that one guy that was actually on the Davao death squad said 50. Jeez. So, all right, so let's say I, I shot a guy in college once. Yeah, yeah. Started <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah. You look at this guy and he basically has this complex that if I can't do it, nobody can do it. You know, with the smoking, mm-hmm. drugs, yep. with uh, everything that we've gone over today, it just doesn't matter. Um, killing people, the way that he treats women, very derogatory. He was riding around killing people on motorcycles. Uzis and, and motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't like, oh, well, we, we think that you did this. He came out and was like, oh, by the way, I killed three guys because there was three of them. Yeah. This, no, I, my original score of six was way under the mark. I'm going to jump this guy up to a 9.8. 9.8. Yeah. And I see this is where it gets difficult because it's like, man, he's a horrible person, but the the top of the scale is Hitler. And that's, you know, six million people killed. And also in a very like systematic way of yeah. doing it. I think yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm gonna go with a nine point five on on Rodrigo Duterte, man. The dude is an absolute monster. And there's just I mean, no way around it. Unless you're okay with like extrajudicial killings on a mass scale. So what is the total? 9.43 carrying over it. So there he is. Rodrigo Duterte with a 9.43 on the one. asshole scale. Yeah, highest guy we've had. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably highest for a long yes. time. All, All right. right. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear more of Asshole Court, find us anywhere you download your favorite podcast. Give us a good rating on your favorite platform. It really does help. You'll definitely want to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AHC Podcast. We'd love to hear from you depending on what you have to say. So until next time, remember the golden rule and don't be an asshole or you may find yourself on asshole court.